Welcome to the Daily Homily from Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Trenton, Missouri. His daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 a.m. right here on Catholic Radio Network. And now, here's Father Drew. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. One of the twelve, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priest and said, What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? They paid him thirty pieces of silver, and from that time on, he looked for an opportunity to hand him over. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples approached Jesus and said, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and tell him, The teacher says, My appointed time draws near. In your house I shall celebrate the Passover with my disciples. The disciples then did as Jesus had ordered and prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at table with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, Amen, I say to you, one of you will betray me. Deeply distressed at this, they began to say to him one after another, Surely it is not I, Lord. He said in reply, He who has dipped his hand into the dish with me is the one who will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes, as it is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had never been born. Then Judas, his betrayer, said in reply, Surely it is not I, Rabbi. He answered, You have said so. The Gospel of the Lord. Go into the city to a certain man and tell him, The teacher says, My appointed time draws near. In your house I shall celebrate the Passover with my disciples. That is how Matthew put it. In Mark's gospel, Christ told the disciples to look for a man carrying a water jug. He would be their contact. The interesting thing about this, scholars note, is that men in that culture did not fetch water. The women did. And they fetched it early in the morning, not in the middle of the day. Understand, there was a hit out on Jesus of Nazareth. A death sentence had been pronounced on him. He could not be arrested until he instituted the new covenant at the Last Supper, the first Mass. So when Christ said to go to a certain man, that was all very cloak and dagger. The idea was to elude his enemies with activity that included intrigue, secrecy, mystery, and espionage. Since very early Christian times, today has been known as Spy Wednesday. For today, the spy, the church's first traitor, Judas Iscariot, made his move. What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? They paid him 30 pieces of silver, and from that time on, he looked for an opportunity to hand him over. Judas was avaricious, greedy. Bishop Sheen wrote avarice is a pernicious sin, very ruinous and destructive. For when other vices grow old, avarice is still young. Judas's covetousness was displayed a few days earlier when he objected to Christ being anointed with costly ointment that Judas argued could have been sold and given to the poor. John wrote, Judas didn't care for the poor. 
He wrote Judas, the church's first accountant, stole from the purse. He was a thief before he officially became a traitor. Sheen wrote, there will always be souls like Judas who are scandalized at the wealth offered to Christ in his church. If a man can give jewels to the woman he loves without scandal, why cannot the soul pour out its abundance to the God it loves in tribute of affection? Christ saw to it that Judas would not know beforehand where the Last Supper would take place. But afterward, Christ went to the Mount of Olives, where he went every night to camp out during Passover. And it was night, as John wrote. Only Judas knew where to find our Lord after dark. Soldiers did not know. Christ and his church is delivered into the hands of the enemy from within. It is the bad Christians who betray. The greatest harm to the cause of Christ is not done by enemies, but by those who have been cradled in her sacred associations and nourished in the faith. The scandal of the fallen aways provides opportunities for enemies who are still timid. The enemies do the bloody work of crucifixion, but those who have communed with Christ prepare the way. When Judas blistered his lips in kissing Christ, one word came back from Christ, friend. And then Christ asked, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? She noted it was the last time that Christ spoke to Judas. Judas had the right to the fatted calf, but he preferred the golden one. On this spy Wednesday, let us take stock of our lives. Let's understand that we betray Christ with our sins. We prepare the way for his slaughter. But there is a difference between us and Judas. The church's first spy, her first traitor, was sorry for what he did. But Sheen wrote Judas didn't repent in the true sense of the word. He didn't repent to the Lord. He repented unto himself. And that is nothing but self-hatred. And self-hatred, if not associated with the love of God, is suicidal. Last year on Spy Wednesday, Pope Francis mused that, well, maybe Judas wasn't in hell. The Pope, who has intimated that he perhaps does not believe in hell, and even has a picture of Judas on his desk, as hope for the man who Christ said was better off not being born. Wow. If Judas Iscariot is not in hell, well, then who is? Bishop Sheen wrote, And the pity of it all was that he might have been Saint Judas. He possessed what every soul possesses, a tremendous potential for sanctity and peace. But let us be sure that whatever be our sins, and regardless of the depths of our betrayal, there is ever a hand outstretched to embrace, a face shining with the light of forgiveness and a divine voice that speaks a word to us, as it did with Judas, even unto the end. Friend. Friend.